the neshama feels this call and the male hunter says when a person's awake so he's like cushioned and he's protected a little bit from this tzah by the fact that he's in a goof so this is the end point of information now should we care about chalimus should we not care about chalimus should a person be uh, very worried about it should he make all kinds of ishtadlis or should he just ignore it so that's what the, this mindful of the Seif Avat Meshavim goes to, to speak about. And he says that when a Cholim comes, there are usually two extremes. There are those people that say, forget about it, it's nothing. It's not negay anything, it's just a Cholim and I couldn't talk. And there's those people that are very worried about it. So he says both extremes is not the Derech HaTayra. Both extremes is this does what would have taught. He said, it's a long time, I'll just tell you Bikitza. Bikitza, he says, the purpose of a Cholom, was a Pesukim and Eel, if you'll take a look yourself, you'll see, Perik Lamed Gimel, Pesik Yudalet, until Pesik Lamed Aleph. And you'll see that the purpose of a cholim is to awaken a person to do tshuva. That's the purpose of a cholim. That's the etzim what a cholim could. Hazal says, Hazal says, Yoel, Kimotza, Why does a person have a bad dream? Because the Rebish is sending him a message. And it's all fun tshuva. Oh, that's like the Cholim. That's in the first time the Maxim. That's a Tachim. Or what's that for fun tshuva? So, Mamele, if a person wakes up in the morning after having a bad dream, and he understands that the bad dream is a message from the Rebish, as is all fun tshuva, so he doesn't have to worry about the dream. Because the practice of the Cholim is from the Kaim given. If a column repeats itself two or three or four times, so then that's something you have to get worried about. Then it's a, a clear-cut message from the Rebbe, to awaken you to, to do whatever the Hebrews to build up in Cholom. Usually, a Cholom does not come, usually a Cholom does not come to tell you future events or different events. Only by Yechidim. We'll tell you mices of those, these type of mices later. Those are the more interesting Cholom associations. Oh, but usually when a man shot a Cholom, it's a Snishkaik Divrei Aziz, a Snishkaik Divrei Asidus, it's only by special people where that comes about. But I mean, generally, it's uh, it's idolatrous for a person to do tshuva. The more emes a person is, the taste the Dochat Sadikim and Shago Emes says, the more a person feels it with the midah for emes, the more his words are emes, the more his mice are emes. So the more his kalimis will be more, the time made emes in them. The time of time of a hechem as regev, the kenan de grechen, will be able to grasp things in a cholim, more than a regular person. I'm all the messages, I'm all the teirin, I'm all the andere zachen. I'm all kenan mechadish, I'm chedushim in a cholim. 
I'm interested. The post took, I got to talk in, in, in Taylor, a person that thinks all day in Taylor. Well, before he goes to sleep, he had a shred of kasha. That's a Can I hope him to be shaman and to hope him to be shaman and to hope him to So that's the house of the madrega for the men. But in general, a person shouldn't ignore a bad column to the degree where he says it's nothing and it's above myself. On the other hand, he shouldn't be so frightened and worried that he shouldn't be able to learn the next day. The tachlis from them column is some other than the mensch to them That's basically what he says. You'll take a look at yourself. Also, in Chochmah when you'll take a look at yourself. Can I show you something else? In Parshish Go'era, on page Tzadik Ches, the Chochmah Tzamatz when You'll see a long mimer. From the end of the Shurei Das, from the end of the Tells of Rosh Hashivas, over there you'll see he discusses Kalimus in Barichas. I'll just tell you one or two like Velplacha and Kalimus, and then I'll get into some Mises. I'm trying to say Mises that we didn't say until now. So this way, that Minashtat and Herem is over Mises, Iber and Iber. There's a, a, a famous vote from Kotzke Rebbe, where a masculine came to the Kotzke Rebbe, the Katharik Lebrocha, as the state of the Gemara Brocha is that Nunvav and that Nundayan, over there talks about Chaloyman. You see, certain things are going to fall and it means this, it means that, it means this, it means that. So the Gemara says, a lawyer feel by Chaloy. If someone sees an elephant in his dream, his glory snaps his glory. That means glory of wonders are going to happen. If someone sees a datsim in his, uh, in his cholom, there's no chosim atzlichem lo yishtetim digemora. So this guy says to the kotzke rebbe, the master, he says, I, I have seen a peel b'chaloi mercy in my cholom of shengizen an elephant, put up of shengizen a datsim in my cholom of shengizen. And then throughout the Shmukuyim, nothing is happening. We say Mechazal, my Nechosam Anat Momatliach, finished up employees, but sinatively. So the Rebbe answered him very sharp. He says, if a person eats like a yid, and he drinks like a yid, and he sleeps like a yid, so then a Chalim is an Azivia yid. Or Bidu, Bittach Agoy, Sefresser, the Filtach and Gansivia Goy, the Shlofzia Goy. The guy's eleven is a goyish eleven, so the male dana chalom is a nechadah goy. The avad is a dana chalom is will not have the same pisgay like it says in the Gemara. Basically, the ikazach is from the mices that will say there will be basically two types of mices. So some mices where you see clearly that the chalom. Is here to be murdered, a person to chew And some ISIS where you see Greuser, by Greuser Gedeulen, Chalemus from Greuser Gedeulen, but some Yehobish Kashaikas, but they are about to call at least with all the, with all the people, Mazik then, a people, the Greuser then, over there you see different ISIS had solace, or sometimes even a Vias and even a Sidis and a Chalemus. But that's not really Negeo. These ISIS are really not so much Negeo as the ISIS. Unzer the Chalemus and Zicha, some Yehobos are in the mental chewer. No bunch, if a person talk is very worried, it's a shrek of the chaloim, so there are nothing seen, nothing shakras, and the sedurim, there's a tovas chaloim. If it really bothers you, you make a tovas chaloim before you drive right back to the right end of the avenue, before breakfast, and then you're already talking back to them. It's kind of additional land on the menucha. 
We'll say a whole bunch of little mites. And I mean it seriously. Those Rokhim that feel that they're tired, they should go to sleep. And I, and I, and I, put, an, I put the Rokhim, I put the Nash. There's no reason to stay up because you don't want to be Mariah or whatever you want to walk out in the middle. That's above Mice. And then you'll tell me tomorrow you can't learn. And you, well, you didn't come to Davening because of the Malat Malka. That's above Mice. Say that's our Mice. This Mice statement, but I'll talk about it. This Mice, that Yaakov title, I'm saying, that's how the Rokhim used to say over. In Kew Gardens. That he heard this maestro from his Rebbe, that Meir Arik, the Hasidic Lubrofa. The tone of love. He says over the following. The Dishna Rebbe, the Hasidic Lubrofa, once came to the Shadows of Chubas, the author of the Shadows of Chubas, Beishloyma. The Shadows of Chubas, Beishloyma, is given a grace of Pesach. And the Dishna Rebbe came to him. He was from the Gdolim, the Beishloima. And the Rizna Rebbe came to the Beishloima. Vina Shmosh is Erev Shabbos Kodesh. So say to the Nochm Shkia. Excuse me, Shkia, say to Hakikov. By the way, Rameya Arif used to say that the Shabbos is true, but Beishloima is like a Mahadura Vatsa of the Sefer. That's how he held it. He felt like he was like a mahadur of Asa to the Chesam Sefer. This is the Gaal from the Gemara. That's what Rabbi Meir used to say about the Beishloyman. But I called upon Rabbi Meir from the Gedele Adorim Sack. And the Rishna Rebbe comes to him, Erev Shabbos, Kodesh, Ben Ashmosh. It's not a regular time for accepting gifts, Erev Shabbos, Kodesh, Ben Ashmosh. The kid said, the Rebbe comes to the Beishloyman, and he says, the Baba Shiloh. Yeah, what's it, the Shiloh? What's the din if somebody is Mechal Shabbos because he was afraid that he's going to lose a lot of money? He was Mechal Shabbos because he thought that he's going to lose a lot of money. He's going to mail But they get on Chilol Shabbos. Oynes Momin. Is Oynes Momin, is that considered an Oynes or not? Begabi Chilol Shabbos. Look, the Beishloyma sat down, thought a couple of minutes about it, took out his mouth. Shubis. He took up the studio in Ksubis. When Adam Shalom looks at Yodeinu, who's there, Avalan Usimoyinu, and he found in the Rashba, as he found, he knew it. He saw the Rashba, and the Rashba in that studio in Ksubis says that an oinus moment, hey, find oinus. And Alec is out of an oinus, does he say that an oinus? And that's what he passed into the vision of heaven. Then the Rebbe explained his actions, why he had to come, and Shabbos, and Ashmosh, and Ashmosh, and Ashmosh, and Ashmosh, and Ashmosh, what's coming on? Go to him as a mighty shoya kakoyim. The Rishna Rebbe says to the Beishloyma, I had a chosid, who did everything, as they become gehaisen, basically, and then I had a chosid, when I had a chomayid, I am a sehelachid, and he never was mechal Shabbos. Basically, I had a chomayid. But he had a, uh, he had a factory, a distillery, where he made whiskey. He had a place where he made whiskey. And this was under the Russian rule. And they, he had to pay a lot of taxes on, on whiskey. So uh, he made that, uh, how, did they, uh, how did they know how much whiskey a person made? 
Veras, I mean, meter, water meter, a liquid meter. And when the whiskey was was made, it used to go through that meter, the processing of the place of battling of the writer, and this is how they knew how much taxes to collect from him. So what was their yidgeton? He wanted to avoid paying these exorbitant taxes. <coughs> so he made a zamin pipe, he made a zamin hole in the pipe, so that uh, the whiskey went out before the meter. So Mameva didn't go through the meter, and Mameva, only a little bit he let go through the meter, so this way he didn't have to pay too much taxes. Anyway, how did he know? I won't come to an inspector. An inspector comes and see what he does. So he used to have a some, uh, some policemen, <laughs> local policemen that he paid off, that when the inspector comes to inspect these meters, they should let him know right away. So he'll be able to take out that hose before the meter and be able to attach it. But maybe the conventional treatment of the is good. The once happened that he got a, a report from a policeman on Shabbos. That the inspectors here, the inspector to inspect these meters that of uh, those people that are making whiskey is up. And if he would get caught, well, give him shrek after he loses all his money and the Muslims just gonna twist him. Not as well as that. So out of pachat, out of pachat, he went ahead and on Shabbos. And he took out that uh, pipe before the meeting, he picked it up, and this and that, and this, and of Machal Shabbos given. I was at the Machal Shabbos given, blah, 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 blah. I was given a, a pachat from, 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 The Gitar Abaisa, when he came, this person, when this person was Nifta, this person lived out his life, and he was Nifta, and when he came to the Oilam Mohammed. So they saw by Shemayim that he never was Mahal Shabbat except for this part. So the dead, Shalmayla, Paskin, that they should ask the Chaloim. The dead, Shalmayla, came with a Vakosha. The physician had said, Baran Gibbentai Rebbe, Baran Gibbentai Manik Ruthli. So as the Rishna Rebbe, go shikin di Shaila to the Mgodlado, Whoever he wants to try voice. When I go past him, what the is? So I raised the Machal Shabbat, so this is Machal Shabbat. And I gave him this, the Din Shaytok Yetz Pashavayim. When I called the Rishna Rebbe had a column. When we come to him, when we're in Shomayla, with Bakosha, Ashayla, that he should go and ask the God of what's the dinner for a person's Machal Shabbat because of fright that he's going to lose a lot of money. So Mamela says the Rishna Rebbe, I came to you. I didn't have a chance to come to you until now. I came to you now. You're the Godwado. Two of the Paskins that it's anointed. So once the Bezna Shalmata Paskins, that's it, as it feels the Bezna Shalmata. So my male office is what's dissolved and begging my hostage and another thing. So they're kind of getting gone. See, this is a column, but the Rabbeya had it because it is up from the Rishna Gaza. So today, column.
אני אצא, זה יחד גפון לדוס וזה יחד גפס. אני אצא, 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 ובוסיק And he passed in the sack and he didn't know why he passed in that way and later he found, he found the reason for it. We're going to have his whole life in it, call it Mitzvah Mitzvah. This is a Mitzvah, the Cholom Fundim. in a column that you should stay where you are and not leave. 
Das ist auch das ist gerade mit einem Menschen zu One of the residents of Kovna, who was an Oni, came to me with the following problem. He makes very little money. His Tarnosa is to sell Tvur, and he makes around two or three rubles a week. And he's Mephanis himself and the members of his family, the Deichus. The father of this person passed away, and within a year of the theater of his father, his father came to him in a chaloy. And he tells the son a very weird thing. He says, Heads of two, my son, listen in, my son. I am now, or I have been his galgil in a black axe. My neshama is now in a in a black axe. And this shore is found by this and this person who lives around 24 miles from here. And he described to him in the dream exactly where to find this axe and who's the owner of the axe. And he said to him, the person that owns this axe will want 80 rubles. This guy makes three, two or three rubles a week. He's going to want 80 rubles. You should buy it for 40. He's going to want 80, but you should buy it for 40. And please bring this axe to the Schlachtois in Kovna. Over there, Fruma Shaykhet should check this. When Fruma Hidden should eat it, and this way the Neshama, my Neshama, will have a ticket. This is the father coming to the son with the following request. This column came twice and then a third time and he didn't, uh, he didn't really think that it's important. But several days passed when this person was davening for the Omid, he davened for the Omid by so in the middle of his he fainted. In the middle of that he fell down and he fainted. After they, uh, they revived him, he said that in the middle of the davening, while he was davening, he saw his father. While he was davening, he saw his father, and his father said, go buy the ox and shechs it. The kids of the people of the shul, when they heard it, came to me, says Rabbi Shulay Diskin. They came to me with the balachaloy, with the person who had the dream. And I asked him to come to me privately in a private room, and he told me to answer my son. So I called in the other people, and I asked, who's going to put up the money to buy this axe? The axe is going to cost 40 rubles, and this person has no money, the kids of the old said that they'll put up the money. 
Then he's going to have Yeshua Lech says, but the Nesih is going to take some time. It's 24 miles away. It's going to take time. And it could be that he'll have to stay there a little bit until he gets the price down from 80 to 40. Who's going to support the wife and children of this person while he's gone? So they raised money for that also. They had pledges and everything was set. I called the person to me before he left on his journey to get this axe, and I said, Your father gave you over in the dream exactly what the act looks like, the name of the village, the name of the boy that owns it, and the exact amount that you should buy it for. If any one of the simonim is missing, don't buy it. And you're not allowed to take money of other people and spend it on something which is unachashment. The kid said he took the money, he went to that village and asked that boy for the act. And the guy said, he's not going to have such an act. But he's a shreklacha nakhon, he gores, a shreklacha gore, he's a shreklacha vilda. And uh, he says he's willing to sell it, but it's going to cost 80 rubles. The youth said, I can only pay you 40. The kid said, after some handler eyes, the guy was masking him and he sold it for 40. Then the guy said to the youth, you won't be able to take the axe away because you'll have to get at least five, six people to hold the axe because it's a very wild axe. <laughs> the the years of Shetel didn't, uh, he ignored what the boy said. And to the wonderment of all the people that were there, the years went over to the shore. He took a small, uh, he took a rope, put it around his horn, and the, and the axe followed it without any problem. When the years came back, he said, my theater, my apartment was in the middle of the main street. And I heard in the middle of the day, all of a sudden, I heard a tumble outside. And I asked, what happened? And they told me that the person with the axe came back. And everybody came, everybody went to the shlachtoys. People that were in the street that were curious went to the shlachtoys. And they saw that a sheikh that from the years was checked to the axe. And they made a bedika, and the, the animal was kosher. And they distributed the meat of this axe to the family, the chachomim of the city. And uh, also I, said Rabbi Shulay, took from the axe. We have to finish by 12 o'clock, so we'll have a right at the beautiful Maitis Montenegal. finish a fast mice, 15 minutes, I'll try to finish a mice that some of you have heard, some of you have not heard. And, uh, as they it's the eight o'clock for the Bala Halloween, so that's what the reception is open yet. Some of you have heard it, maybe, but we'll say, try to say it fast. Yeah. I don't know so much English. All right. A lot of people heard of uh, Rav Wilner's wife's data. Rav Yaakov Yasef Herman, the Hasidic Lubavitcher, and his wife, Rav Yaakov Yasef Herman, and his wife, Abel. So there I show them. Well, the first time in America and in Europe, the Gavaldic uh, 
They used to have many times 25, 30 people at their house for a Yom for a Shabbos and a Zivaita. Just a fast background. Tabiakiv Yosef came to America in 1888 when he was eight years old with his parents. His father tried as much as possible to make some panel to him, but he wasn't Matliach in America. So he decided after five years being here, the son is now around Bar Mitzvah. He decided after five years of being here to leave America. He didn't have enough money to take his family back, his whole family. So he left this Yaakov Yosef, who was a Bar Mitzvah Bocha, in America. And he made provisions that he should stay by a relative and that Yaakov Yosef should pay a dollar every week for his room and board. Where did he stay? He stayed by a, a relative. For a dollar a week, room and board. The kids are my This Bacha, this Bamitra Bacha, Yaakov Yasef, worked. And he earned a dollar and a quarter a week. By the first end of Shabbos, after his parents left, so Yaakov Yasef gave his relative a dollar, Bimidokimach. So the relative said to Yaakov Yasef, from now on you have to pay a dollar and a quarter every week. He's from now on, it was the first week. So Yaakov Yasef had this bacha, Yaakov Yasef understood that his relative was taking him for a ride, and that the relative cheated his father, or he fooled his father. And he felt very alone, he was like a yosim, he was like a yosim in a big gigantic country, and out of path, and afterwards he felt depressed and he was angry. So he went away from his relative's house, the first head of Shabbos Kodesh. He went to a bakery on Hester Street. He went to a bakery, the park was on Hester Street. He went to a bakery, bought three challahs, went to the Hester Street Park on the east side. And he made Kiddush on two challahs. He ate one of them, benched, and he slept on the park bench all night, Friday night. When he woke up, he made a nether that he's never going to sit down to eat a meal, Shabbos and Yom Kippur, without guests, if possible. If it's possible, and he'll have a place to be, he'll always have a guest. He felt the tired of sleeping on the park bench Friday night. He felt all alone, so he made this kabbalah. When he met his wife the first time, before he got married, so he, he told her about his nether. It's her job to be masking or else the Hunch Kenna Kassanov material. The kid that she was masking. And from then started, from then on started the Gewaldic Hachnosis from Abiyakov Yesu Herman. The kid that I'm asking, there's a lot of masses with him, the Hobbitskaya, the Andrezak, and Rabbi Alphonse, I'm just going to tell you about this Chaloyim, which was printed, and maybe you heard it, but it's an interesting Chaloyim. Abiyakov Yesu Herman used to say many Gdaydam of Hashishivas when they came to America. And he was the person for that. One night after Sukkot, Mrs. Herman had a shrekwacha chaloy, a shrekwacha dream. She dreamt that she heard shrekwacha crying to another room, and she went there to the other room, and she saw that the room was empty except for a gigantic casket. And inside the casket, the casket was on the floor, and next to the casket was sitting a woman 
with black clothing that came down to the floor, very tall woman with black clothing down to the floor. On her head was a tichel, a black tichel. And she was very tall. She never saw such a tall woman. And she was crying without a stop. So the crying came, not from the mess, but it came from this lady that's sitting next to the order. Mrs. Herman hears in the dream that there's a voice that's saying to her that in the Oren is Avromovino. And next to the Oren is sitting Sara Imenu, who's crying because her husband died. It didn't work that way. Avromovino is in the casket, and Sara is sitting next to the casket crying. When she heard this, she went into the went into the room, and she also started crying. Sora was crying, so it made her cry, and everybody's crying. And she was so nisragish, she was so full of emotion, of pain, that she she ripped her clothing in the hollow, and she screamed out and said, "She's not leaving the room." Mrs. Herman said, "Sorry, Menu." She's not leaving the room unless you say that my feelings are coddled. Unless you tell me my feelings are accepted. So I may not look at this Rebetzin Herman or Mrs. Herman with eyes full of Rachmanis and full of tears. And all of a sudden the Oren opens up and she sees Avramovino. And his eyes were closed, but there were tears coming down from Avram Avinu's eyes, down his long white beard. So he may have read the whole of Mrs. Herman in the dream, and she said, you can go now. Your tefillahs were accepted. Your tefillahs were accepted. And then Mrs. Herman woke up, but the dream was so real by her that she just couldn't get it out of her system. And she couldn't even stop crying. She didn't understand what the cold of her. The Kitzra Meister, Mrs. Herman, sent her husband that she, she, he should check out to see what's, what's this dream all about. Anyway, after a little bit thinking about the dream, so he said it's a good cholom. Mr. Herman said the cholom is a good cholom. Why? Because whenever you have a cholom, and in the cholom you see Anoshim G'doylem, right to mention, so the cholom is good. You saw... So, I may not have Romavino, it's a good color. 